This meeting is being recorded. Welcome back to another episode of Beating the Bookies. Uh, me and Will here coming back to y'all live, uh, breaking down the UFC card for this week. Um, I think we both agree that it's a better one than last week. Still not fantastic, but it's definitely better than uh, some of, I think, the most recent two. So without further ado, Let's go ahead and jump in. I will tell you all just on the front end, he and I have not talked about this card yet. So uh, we're just going to go through each fight, just kind of give, you know, maybe a one, two sentence synopsis of what we think are going to happen in the early ones, probably a little bit more of a breakdown of the later ones. Um, and we'll go from there. So Will, are, do you have anything on this first fight? No, I don't. I think that's one of the fights that's a little too risky to bet. Um it's just entirely dependent on kind of how the fight actually plays out. Do they try and wrestle or is it all stand up? Um, if they do start grappling, I got to give the edge to Alta Morano. Yep. Um, but I could very easily see that fight just being one where they stand and trade for the full 15. Um, I, I just can't see how that fight's going to go. So I'm, leaving that one alone i'm placing a two unit one on a prop that i think has a lot of value um again i'm kind of in will's boat here this isn't one that i normally would like betting um but i'm getting carlos hernandez by unanimous decision plus 215 um i think that's probably should be around the 160 mark um for a couple reasons here, Hernandez, they both, so these are both guys coming off their first UFC fight after the contender series. Hernandez fought the better uh, contender series opponent. Um, and he gassed late, which is why he, it he ended up having a split decision um, against Barres. Um, and he gassed late and it turned into a split decision because Barres wrestled him late. Um I, I expect him to have fixed the cardio issue. Um, and Altamirano is a wrestler. Um, showed in his contender series fight that he's just not as proficient in stand-up as he probably needs to be in this one. So it's just, look, it's a prop. It's over 200. I had it in my head probably priced at 160. So I'm getting pretty much 50 cents here. Um, Especially with Hernandez being minus 150 on the money line, it makes me a little bit more comfortable in taking that just because the books, especially for these young guys coming off of the contender series, have all these sources where they talk to people like that. Um, again, not something I'm in love with. That's why it's only two units. But I just think there's value in the prop, and I don't want to pass up on that value, um, especially because I won't have another bet on this card for the next three fights. So I uh, <laughs> just wanted to get one out there early. Um, you know, have a little fun with it. And I think this one it definitely goes the full 15. Um, unanimous is the problem there just because both these guys have split in the past. Um, but again, I don't think that back-to-back -back splits are super likely um, for both fighters. So this is my thought process there. It's not very thought out, but I like it and I'm ready to lose. Um, Will, what's your, what's your next one up? Uh, so I actually bet on the Brahmaj Gilmore fight. Um, I'll just start this off with a quote from Khabib. Your wrestling is zero. <laughs> Gilmore has zero submission defense. 
and his four losses he's been submitted three times. Brahmaj has won by submission in every single one of his victories. And eight of those nine submissions came in the first round. Uh-oh. Two of Gilmore's three submission or four submission losses, whatever it is, three submission losses, have also come in the first round. Um, so Brahmaj is taking this on a week's notice means he's going to push the pace. He's going to hunt an early victory. Um, and just track records make me believe that he can get it done round one. Um, so I'm putting two units on him to get a first round submission at plus 200. I like that. Um, I don't want to bet it because he's short notice. Um, yep. And I just don't – like, I don't know how short notice – short notice he is. I don't know if he's short notice like Dana pulled him it's a week. the street. No, but I'm talking about like the method of the short notice. Like, I don't uh, know if he was actively sparring for a while here. Um, but I completely, I mean, I think Brahmash kills him. I just don't know how he kills him. I think it might be also one of those. I just don't know where his cardio is, which is normally what kind of separates him from the pack. Um, that That is what makes me more inclined to bet the first round. I normally don't like betting the round props quite as much. Um, just with him not having a good gas tank, it's going to motivate him to get out of there even sooner than normal. Yeah, that's true. Also a weird fight. I, that's a weird matchmaking fight. I don't – I guess it just has to do with how short notice it was, but – Yeah. Brahimaj is – substantially better than Gilmore in most facets of the fighting game. Um, anyway, moving on here. Uh, do you have anything on this Perez Martinez fight? I don't. Um, similar to the first fight. That's super iffy for me. Um, what I think will probably happen is it goes into second or third round and um, Martinez starts looking better and better as the fight goes on. Yeah. Um, Perez has shown that his chin is a little bit weaker. Yep. So I could see as he gets tired, he gets caught with a big shot. The one prop that I was considering was Martinez to win in round three or by decision at even. Oh, that's not bad. Um, but I think I'm just going to leave that one alone. Yeah, I'm also probably going to leave it alone. There is um, – it, it's just – that's uh, – it's just not one I super like um, for a lot of reasons. I, like even the round total props don't give me a lot of, of they, they just don't give me anything. I just don't see a lot of value there. Um, but I think Martinez takes it if that changes anything. Um, yeah. I guess, I guess I'll go ahead and say that I think it's going to be Hernandez, Brahimaj and Martinez, just in case any of y'all are doing that. UFC pick them thing where you can get the free pay-per-view the next time. Um, but yeah, I, those, that, those aren't super sexy picks. I mean, Vegas has those guys all pretty heavily favored. So, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, take how you want to take it. Um, I do have a bet on the Nets one. I'm on McKinney. I, uh, I am too. Oh uh, yeah. I'm big I, on McKinney. I think McKinney is a, horribly undervalued in this point i was i loved him on the contender series um i think he is i mean especially at at 155 i think he is just a brute um and he ko'd 
frivola. Like I like I just they, they, I think there's a lot to like about McKinney and Ziam. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I'm gonna say it's Ziam. Um, I just he just hasn't done it for me in any of his fights, and this is gonna be the first fight where he's going to get punched in the face very very hard. Um, and that's what can I can also make that point point about McKinney though. Yes, that's fair. But I think McKinney is going to punch Ziam harder in the face than Ziam is going to punch McKinney. I think the force is going to be on McKinney's side of the equation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Ziam, I've never really liked. He's one of those guys that just fights for scorecards. He hasn't finished a fight since 2018. He just kind of sits in his guard and tucks it with you, you with jabs or like a counter hook, um, but doesn't land anything significant really. Um, and he might have a little success defending against McKinney, but you look at Terrence's record in the last four fights, knockout win in seven seconds, knockout in a minute and 12 seconds, knockout in 17 seconds, knockout in 16 seconds. He averages 1.7 strikes per minute, and that's all he needs to knock you out. Um, and that's also ignoring the fact that he started his career as a wrestler. Yep. Yeah. That's he's the wrestler thing has about good submission skills. So if he's not having success on the feet, he could quite easily take it to the ground, wrestle, grapple and hunt a submission. He's a lot more comfortable on the ground than people know because he's literally never had to be on the ground. It's just not something he's had to have to do. So, yep. um, I'm I'm a hundred percent on board there. I just don't see him having a lot of. I don't see Ziam having a lot of avenues of success here, which is crazy, um, but that's that's just how I see that. Um, do you have one on the Nunez Pasquale fight? Uh, yeah. So Pasquale is stepping in on short notice, um, which is a bad decision for her. So she normally walks her opponents down and Muay Thai practitioner, she wants to get in close, use that Muay Thai clinch and grapple you. Short notice against a woman like Nunez is just going to be a nightmare. Um, if she gasses out, she's going to sleep. Um, so Nunez has just ridiculous power for this division, um, and has a reach advantage. So Pascal is going to have to close the distance and get into a grappling encounter to do any sort of damage. And so I, I see this one going to the second or third round. Um, but I think as a fight goes on longer, it becomes more and more likely that Nunez gets the finish. So I'm going to do half a unit on Nunez to win by second round knockout and half a unit on third round knockout. The second round knockout is plus 425 and third round is plus 1100. Okay. I'm on Nunez by KO. Um, so I am probably going to switch it to what you just said. We'll say that one more time. Yeah. Cause Nunez, just straight up by knockout is minus 130 or something, right? Yeah, it's it's not great. It's not great. That So I'm not in love with those odds. So what – you have Nunez by KO in the second? Yeah. 
And what's that? And, uh, and the third round. Second round is plus 425. Mm-hmm. And third round is plus 1,100. I just think there are a lot of... And you're doing half. ...to go. I think she might get a finish in the first round, which is why I'm only wagering half a unit on each of those. Yeah. Um, but for the potential returns, I think it's extremely worth it. I, I would 100% agree, just because there's... Uh, yeah, I I think Nunez KOs are... The first round, I think Pasquale is able to stay in there. Um, and that's I that's kind of my thinking, too. I, I had a, most I, of Nunez's knockouts have come four minutes into the first round or something. Yeah. So, you know, if Pasquale can get in to the clinch, she might be able to survive the first round, but I don't see it going a lot further than that. I agree. Um, I had the KO prop at minus 120. Wasn't, I just don't love those odds on a prop like that. Um, yeah, you just got to lay up so much juice for a prop. And, and especially in, in, in women's MMA, like sometimes they'll basically KO them and they'll just give the opponent their back so they can choke them out and leave. Um, interesting. Uh, next fight, I am on Zoo. Um, he missed weight, which is ugly, 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 and I'm not a super big fan of it. However, he missed weight, and he didn't look awful when he missed. He kind of looked like he knew he was going to miss and just forfeited half of it. Um, I think the wrestling, his wrestling here is going to be what kind of decides this fight. I've got him as a substantially better wrestler. Um, now, Bahamondes is is – a, a crazy striker type deal. And Zoo is giving up a lot of, of height and reach. Um, he's given up seven units and or six inches in height and uh, four, four and a half in reach. But Zoo's a wrestler. Um, I think if he gets inside and, uh, you know, at plus 175, I think he has the repertoire here that's going to score better for these judges. So that's why I'm riding with him. It's only two units for me because I don't love that he missed a weight. Um, but 75% takedown accuracy, averages five takedowns a fight. Um, I think those score pretty well here. Um, and this will be one of those fights where Dana's pretty mad that the guy who missed weight won. Yeah, I, I'm fully on board with that too. I initially had it as a two-unit play, but after he missed weight, I bumped it down to one. Um, I, I just think the wrestling gives him the edge in this fight, especially at the odds that he's at at plus 175 right now. Um, I just think that's a good value play. He's also, he's big for, he's, he's actually really big for lightweight. Um, they've been talking about moving him up to welter for a little bit now. I think that's kind of the last nail in the coffin with this one. Um, but and I think he'll be better at Welter. I think he'll just be a little bit – he'll just be more in tune with his body at that point. But I do like him still. There, He missed weight, but this is a guy that has missed weight before and hasn't had an issue with it. This isn't one of those, like, he missed weight and he was ugly doing it. It was like he knew that he was just going to miss weight and just took it on the chin. Um, mm-hmm. The next one is the Petrosian-Rodriguez fight. I didn't find an edge there. Do you have one? I'm going to do Petrosian money line for two units. Um, you know how people always talk about how Usman is a wrestler that fell in love with his hands. I think it's the same sort of situation for Rodriguez here. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a jujitsu guy that realized that he can throw punches really hard. And if he continues to go down that track in this fight, he gets demolished on the feet. I think Petrosian's kickboxing is so much better than Rodriguez's stand-up game. And I, I just haven't seen enough of Rodriguez trying to wrestle, trying to get it to the ground and hunt submissions to actually make me feel comfortable in backing him. Um, uh, if it does go to the ground, I think he wins pretty easily. But I just... I think it's going to be an ego thing where he says, I've been knocking people out. I just knocked out Jung. I can knock him out too. Um, so I'm, I'm going Petrosian money line. I don't want to bet a knockout prop or anything, but two units on that. I, that was where I was going to side. If, if, if someone put a gun to my head and said, you have to bet this fight, I would have sided on the Petrosian side of things too. I think he's underrated here. Um, the problem is, is that if Rodriguez wrestles, I think there's a problem for Petrosian. But to your yeah. point, Rodriguez is not – he doesn't like – He just hasn't shown it in his last, like, four fights or something. Yeah, which is wild. He's, just he's, he's actually fight. really good. Like, <laughs> he just doesn't like doing it. Yeah. Um, uh, our next fight, we get to go back to my boy, El Finomino, Joel Alvarez, who made weight this time. He made weight, and I think that is good for him. I love him. I've got him at plus 205, putting two units on him. Um, There's a lot to love about Joe Alvarez, and a lot of it for me is in the fact that he has an 8-inch height advantage, a 5-inch reach advantage, um, and he has a lot better defense than Sarukian, although his takedown defense is fine. Sarukian should probably I, – I would expect Sarukian to get a takedown um, just because Alvarez hasn't had a lot of um, practice with that. But at the same time, Alvarez is going to hunt for submissions from the bottom, so I'm not super worried about it either way. Um, I'm all aboard the Alvarez chain. <laughs> I, I am betting on Alvarez here solely because he's won so much money for me in the past based off of submission props. Um, but it's it's the wrong side of this fight to be on. No, it's the right side, Will. Don't say that to me. Sarukian <laughs> is just a monster. He's lost one fight since entering the UFC. And, and it was Makachev, you know who that was against? It was Makachev. He lost it? to Islam. Yeah. <laughs> by decision. If Islam can get a submission, I don't know if Joel Alvarez is going to get a submission. But I owe it to him. He's made me a lot of money in the past. I can lose a unit on him here. I think, I think his height is what gets me here. I think his height keeps Sarukian at bay for at least one round. I think from there, you're kind of in a crapshoot. This will definitely be one of those where um, if the first round goes like I think it might, and I think when they're both fresh, I think Alvarez will have the advantage. What I'm hoping happens in that first round is the live odds shoot towards Alvarez 
and starts coming out around even. Um, at that point, I'm just able to bet enough on Alvarez to uh, <laughs> to cover um, or to bet enough on Sarukian to cover the Alvarez bet, and then I get to watch the rest of the fight stress-free because this is probably my favorite fight on the card. Um, I'm all about it. Uh, and yeah, I, I think this is the best one on the card and I'm, I'm pretty psyched for it. Um, it could also be super ugly, but as of right now, I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> um, next one, I have, I think kind of a contrarian view on this. Um, I am going to back cat catcher catch Oira. I think this is a good spot to buy low on her. Um, she just got subbed by Jillian Robertson, but I thought she was fighting fine in that fight until that happened. Um, I, I just don't like Kim is part of the other thing. I'm fading Kim here. Kim just does not do it for me. Um, you know, Kachira is the girl who beat Dobson in beat Mazani, um, Mazani, excuse me. Um, and then got subbed at the bell in the first round against Robertson. I think if she knew the time, she would have been fine. But it it happens. It was on that Oliveira Poirier card. Um, but I really like her here, and I think this is one of the few times going forward that we're going to be able to grab her as a uh, pretty substantial dog in this type of fight. I think she's better than Kim. I agree. I, I was going to do a unit on her as well. Um, I just think this is going to be an ugly fight to watch. Oh yeah. I think almost all of it's going to be up against the side of the octagon in the clinch, just kind of like trading body blows. Um, you know, she's got to close what seven inches of reach to actually be in range to land her own shots. So I think it's just going to be mostly clinch work. Um, that being said, I do think she packs much more of a punch than Kim and is much stronger and will be able to control those situations. Um, I'm just not, I'm not putting anything more than one unit on it. Oh yeah. This for me is a two unit or plus one forty five. Um, yeah. not big, not small. Um, I don't have a lot of big bets on this card. Um, this next one, I actually do have a pretty big bet on. Um, I love Serkinov. I'm a big Serkinov guy here. I think, I think this one is bad for Terman and I'm not sure why he accepted this fight because Serkinov is, I mean, Serkinov is dangerous. He is a dangerous player at middleweight. Um, and he's putting it together. Um, the problem is, is he has that ugly record. Um, but I think, you know, he lost a split decision to Jotko, which I was, I did not think he lost. Um, and then he unfortunately was part of the Johnny Walker experience with Johnny Walker was good. But besides that, he's put together some quality runs. Most notably over Cummins and Crute. Um, he subbed Crute. I think, Serkinov is a dangerous fighter. I think he's the bigger fighter. And Wellington is just not a guy that I have a lot of faith in anyway. Yeah, I'm on that same page too. I, I think Serkinov gets this to the ground pretty easily. And once it gets there, he 
can find a submission. Neither guy really has that good of a chin. They've both been knocked out pretty easily in the past. Um, so I don't really see this as one that's going to stand on or stay on the feet for 15 minutes. I think they try to avoid that at all costs because another knockout on either of their records looks pretty bad. Um, if Serkinov does get it to the ground, I think he has the ability to at least control the fight, maybe get a submission. I'm doing the prop um, wins by submission or decision uh, at even odds for two units. That's a good one. I like that. I'm just four units on the money line here. Um, it's juicy, which is why I really didn't want to lay a juice juice throughout the rest of the card. Um, it's a minus 132. But my whole thing here is Sam Alvey, who we know is old and not super great, went split decision with Terman. Like, at some point, there's a reason this, this one is high up on the card, and it's because they want – they're trying to get some momentum behind Serkinov in this division because he actually poses a threat for Adesanya. If Adesanya and him can get somewhere that isn't standing up, um, as what, like Adesanya has been shown that that obviously, if he's standing up, he's a beast. If he's on his back, not as good. Um, Serkinov's probably the guy to do it here, um, and that's why they want this one up on the card. They want people to watch it, you know, do this two times, give him a main event and try and see if he can get Izzy. Um, the next one, look, I'm a sucker. I'm an absolute sucker. I'm putting a unit on Bobby green. Um, is it the right play? Probably not, but there's, Probably not. he's plus it's not. it's not, it's not, he's plus 600. Okay. Plus 600 for a guy who has the ability to punch very, very hard. It's just too – There's, it's too high. It's too high. And there is nothing on the Makachev side of the odds that makes any sense to bet. So I am just going to go with the guy this who can isn't punch bad. someone in the face very hard. That's it. That's all I'm thinking. Islam to win by decision is plus 300. So here's my problem there. Bobby is so short notice that I think he comes out in the first round and just tries to break Islam's face. If it goes to the second, he just submits. <laughs> it's just over at that point. He's got way too much pride for that. I think so too. And I think if he puts a quality performance here, um, he gets a lot of props, you know, kind of like in that felt like when Felder lost to RDA, but he made weight uh, four days out. Like yeah. they've had to do this to catch weight because Bobby just doesn't have that much fat on him when he walks around. He's a pretty muscular guy anyway. He cut uh, 38 pounds in 10 days. Yeah. Th that's what I'm saying. They had to move it up to that catch weight because he just ran out of fat. Um, but I like him still. Um, the what's wild to me is that Islam weighs more than him. Yeah. Like that's really took full advantage of catch weight. Yeah. So that, that'll be interesting. Um, 
Islam's an animal. I, there's not more you can say on that. He's probably uh, the best lightweight fighter in the world um, because I think that Oliveira has been ducking him and that once he, I think that this one might be a domination again. And if that happens, Oliveira will have to fight him or vacate the belt. There's, there's nothing, nothing you can do there, yeah. but I'm riding with my boy, Bobby green in the hopes that he can land one punch in Islam's face. <laughs> and I don't want to just hand my money to a bookie. So I'm not taking any action on this fight. Hey, it's one unit. I'm going to make a fuck ton of money because of Terrence McKinney and Sirkinov. So I'm fine. I'm fine with handing over $10 because I want to make $60 off of Bobby Green punching someone in the face. <laughs> uh, we will be back next week bringing down some more UFC. Look out in the meantime. Uh, I will probably have something going forward talking about some basketball. Looking forward to March Madness. Um, still very, very pleased with that Gonzaga future I have, plus 650. Um, love that as they are the consensus number one here, and they look real solid coming down the stretch. So um, we will talk about that next time here on this podcast. Uh, F1 season also starting up. For all your sports needs, make sure you go out to uh, um, our website. Uh, it is just a quality sports uh, it's quality sports website. Uh, you're going to get a lot of info there that a little bit of breakdown, electricfactorysports.com. Um, just getting some of our takes, some of how we're viewing things. Um, but yeah, that's it for me and Will here signing off. Um, we will see y'all next week.